You are absolutely immersed into the Chaos Cast, hosted by two jerks and a dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get ejected for targeting, as we stiff arm your trash fantasy football team, your only place for Chaos Fantasy shenanigans. I'm your host, Brad Kreger, alongside Levi Basham, John Spears, and guest host, Luke Kreger. In this episode, the waiver segment gets heated as the podcasters destroy Brad for his $500 pickup. We review a historic whooping that Rob took at the hands of Lance. Rob compares Derek's team to the Special Olympics. And the podcasters assign a dessert to each fancy manager on the mailbag, which sparks some weird banter. Let's get into it. All right, everybody, let's take a look back at week three. We're going to do things a little bit different this week. Uh, I'm going to go down through each matchup, give some quick thoughts, and then basically we're going to go through each one and we're going to open it up for the guys to uh, to uh, provide any, any additional comments. So let's start at the top with Black Sunday took on Slop Nasty. Black Sunday wins 243 to 209. And I get my first one of the season on the backs of Kenneth Walker, Chase, and Cooper, who all go for over 40. Uh, Laporta, the rookie tight end phenom, goes for 32.8. And Jeff, really outside of Tariq Hill, who gets 53, didn't get much else from his roster. I'm now 5-3 versus Jeff, averaging a 199-188 win. Black Sunday on top. Next matchup, All-Stars taking on the Scoops Troop. Jason in this one ekes by Joey, 204-202, the closest matchup of the week, uh, while Devontae Adams leads the way with 61 points. Not much else, though, to discuss on Jason's roster as Dallas, Rashid Shahid, Goddard, Godwin, A.J. Dillon, and Gibbs all get under 20 points. As for Joey, though, Derrick Henry, Josh Kelly get four points apiece, and only one player, Lamar, goes off for over 30 so Jason's now four and three versus Joey, but he does average a 22 point loss, 217 to 195. Next matchup, we've got the Houdini took on It's What Plants Crave. This was probably the matchup of the week with points flying everywhere. Uh, in particular, Keenan Allen explodes for 74. Uh, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tua pull their weight as well to a 294 to 259 victory, just missing the 300 bomb for Levi. Uh, Derek gets good games from Mike Williams, Herbert, and Zach Moss and CMC, but it's not enough. Uh, as well, Mike De- uh, Mike Williams goes down with an injury to boot, and so Levi gets the win here. But he's just two and five uh, against Derek all time, who averages a twenty point a twenty three point win uh, over Levi. Uh, next matchup, we've got Fairwood of Hope took on Victoria's Secret. Uh, John's team continues to impress as he puts up another big score, two hundred sixty seven points. His RBs go for 32, 30, and 59, respectively, which is enough to topple Amanda, 267 to 185. Amanda has four players that got less than 10 points, and other than Tank Dell, no one else broke the 30-point mark. Amanda will have better weeks, but this one got away from her. Uh, hopefully, she'll get to play Jason soon and get a win, but we'll see. John is now 5-2 versus Amanda all-time, averaging a 197-173 to 173 victory. And then finally, we got the the Bleeders took on Rob and the Cleveland Steamers. Uh, actually, you know what? Check that. That's going to be in the next segment. Uh, so that is the four matchups that we're going to look at. Uh, guys, I broke it down quickly. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, most I'll, I'll get into my matchup, which I was focused on. Like I, I feel like I had the win from the 1 o'clock games 
Like, uh, I know some of y'all were looking at me crazy for being like, cool, 35 points for Christian McCaffrey. But I was confident in my team. Got, I mean, like, interesting things like Keenan Allen went off and was an equalizer in the team. Like, he negated Justin Herbert and Mike Williams, that stack, basically. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that was big in my win. Um, and I'm a little disappointed. I, I could have got a little more on my team. Was, I'll take the the criticism for not getting the 300 bomb. I, I sat uh, James Conner, who would have put me over to 300. So sorry, guys, on that one. I could have. Could have. Uh, what a blunder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting that at one point there we were looking maybe three 300 bombs in, yeah. a, in the same week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Levi's ended up kind of fizzling out a little bit near the end. But I think it was Lance, me, mm-hmm. and Levi. Yep. And uh, back to Levi's matchup, you know, Derek losing Mike Williams for the year, that probably sucks. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, it's not unfortunate, Levi. <laughs> End game. He's the boss. <laughs> uh, yeah, and only other notable thing, like I, I got a little nervous Monday night just because my players should have done a little better. But uh, win was always, always at hand. Uh, next, I, I, I'll say something about uh, you know, All-Stars versus Scoops Troops, which is like, I think this is our closest margin yeah. all year. I think so. Something notable. And like Derrick Henry, like what what happened? Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, like I, I feel like Joey should be concerned. I feel like he does this every year. He starts uh, out the season pretty slow. He does, Henry, he does get better the colder like he just it gets. The Yeti. He goes downhill. Jeff probably enjoyed the the victory, you know, his close margin. You know, they have a little bit of history, him and Joe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, it was interesting that that Joey picked uh, Kelly over Damian Pierce. I don't think he'll make that mistake again. Yeah, he will. <laughs> uh, it, I, it, I uh, hate to say it, because you know Jason got the win, but it feels like Joey lost it more than. Jason oh, yeah, Jason had no business winning that game. No business winning that game. I, I read it. I mean, he had, I'll repeat it, Dallas defense, Rashid, Shahid, Goddard, Goddard Goblin, A.J. Dillon, and Gibbs all get under 20 points, and he still wins. I mean, that's yeah, that's something. Gotta, I don't know what to call it. You just got to beat the players and people right. in front of you. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible, Joe. And, yeah. and something to note that Amanda does not, she already played Jason and lost earlier in the year, so – She's got to wait another seven weeks, six weeks, for to, to play him again. Yeah, I yikes. Um, so, uh, yeah, to get into the let's let's talk about your matchup, John. Uh, like, just a blowout here, but uh, it could have been worse. Just, it should have been worse, really. Uh, yeah, like you said earlier, Tank Dell was pretty much the only bright spot on our team. Outside of our defense, that's never good. Uh, this is it's going to be a learning curve for her this year, uh, as far as making pickups. I think, as it stands today, she has six quarterbacks on her roster. I think she's not taking any shame in that, and that's fine. You know, I think Brad commented on the text thread. You yeah, know, it's trade bait. She's trying to uh, intimidate me with six quarterbacks. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you can start them all, you know, that's. <laughs> But I think that just she's just got to find a way to work it out. Like, there's a kink, I feel like, and she's just going to have to work it out, you know. Like, I, 
I mean, it happens. Yeah, it's, it's just it's gonna come. Her team's gonna come together on one week. It just seems like it's different people at different times. Like Brees Hall's gonna have a good week. Yeah, oh, and yeah, for sure. Just gotta combine that with other players, and she'll get a, her first win. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's it's hard it's hard to beat someone when the you're running <laughs> most or was like was the majority of their offense of a seventy point. Yeah, victory. luckily they set him in the third quarter. Like this could have been <laughs> way worse. So um, it happens. So I'll do with that one. Um, so Brad, you want to talk about yours for a little bit? Yeah, I mean. Obviously, the most important thing for me is I finally get a win. And uh, really early on in that matchup, it wasn't looking really hot for me because Aaron um, – sorry, uh, I'm thinking of this week. Um, no, I, I feel like – I mean, my team finally started putting up some uh, some numbers. Chase finally pulls out of his slump. Uh, Cooper does well with 40. I, I mean, here – I'll say it again. Kevin, uh, Kenneth Walker is RB number five on the season, and I think he finishes in the top five. I think I think he's going to be my, my running back workhorse. But I will say this. I'll just throw this out there. I am looking to trade for a receiver, uh, and I've got some running backs on my bench. Anyone interested? shameless plug. Any, anybody yeah, interested? Why don't you trade him Kyron Williams? I don't want – no. <laughs> I just took your Did twenty I bucks. Say his name wrong, Kyron. I said it right. No, Kyron, you right. Okay. Yeah. Kyron, okay. yeah, yeah. You, you read Bajon. the Bajon. You read the press release. I did. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I thought this would like going into the one o'clock games. This looked like it was going to be the closest matchup yeah, going in, and then uh, Jeff's quarterbacks really let him down. I think. Uh, I guess there's just bad matchups. For yeah. Baker and Geno, which I mean, they're Baker or Geno Moore is a good quarterback. Baker is kind of you know week to week, uh, and you just gotta take those sometimes. But to be fair, Kyron Williams kind of let him down. You know, my voice cracked. I don't care. Shut yeah, up. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, we we had uh, going into Monday night. I think we both had two players, and it was it was like the projection was like within a point, uh, and. Yeah, he Kyron Williams really gets half of half of his projection. Yeah. So yeah, Kyron and Baker. Yeah. To, to, so that'll do it to you sometimes. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Then that'll do it for this. We'll uh, get into the whooping next. Ladies and gents, the time you've all been waiting for with our last matchup between Lance Frick and Rupert P. Tinsley. Sorry, Rupert, but. You got what? Yeah, Rob, Cousins and Jefferson go for over 40 apiece. And then Buffalo's defense gets Lance 46 points, leading to a 278 to 184 beatdown of Rob. Six of Rob's players get less than 20 points. And Eckler's still sitting on the bench injured. Hopefully he gets him back next week. Which, by the way, I do believe Rob will bounce back. But this week, Lance had just had too much firepower. And Rob and Lance now are locked up 4-4 four and four, head-to-head with Lance averaging a 195-185 to 185 win. So, yeah. Sorry, Rob. You'll have better days. Well, Rob, your day has come. You <laughs> got this come. Huge whooping. Like, yeah. Lance has been scoring – and you've been the leading scorer almost every week, and not this week, but 
and pr- pretty close to the leading scorer every week. So you had to you had to put out your best effort. Wasn't good enough. Pretty terrible. Another y'all got to work on this alliance too. The yard three and oh whoopings. <laughs> yeah. You like that? You like that? <laughs> you suck, Robert. You know that? Wasn't he the one on the text thread throwing out who's getting whooping left and right? And it Ooh. turned out that Brad, who went Brad, Brad, Rob, I think Levi pointed it I out. I did, uh, I, that was my Saturday of the day. Yeah, like, Rob, <laughs> simmer down now. Simmer, simmer down. Your team sucks, and you don't know what you're doing. Like, Lance's beat stick consisted of, as usual, Cousins and Jefferson, and this week he threw his defense at you. For a big forty-six point whooping, uh, Rob, no more are you calling anyone out, anything until you get your team, all these cues up and down your roster, get straightened out, Rob. You suck. Wow. All right, we're back with the Fab Report, and I sent this out earlier in the week. Uh, not too much going on. Uh, mostly one player was the big uh, pickup. And Black Sunday, I'm sure Brad will want to talk about that later. Uh, got uh, HN for $504. Big whopping 50% of his fab. And hopefully it's worth it. And we had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, we had five other bidders on HN uh, with uh, Rob. Barely, oh, was so close with the four hundred seventy-two dollars. Houdini's with Derek four sixty-seven. I bid three hundred five, and Lance bid two thirty-one. Couldn't get it with the, had to spend the bin bucks for that one. Um, and we'll see if that works out for Brad. I, I <laughs> yeah, normally doesn't. Yeah, but you know. I mean, he, they are on a, a huge offense, but a chance behind Mostert, and they're not going to be playing the Broncos every week. No, they're not. So, um, uh, other notable players, we got uh, Rob picked up Calvin Austin the third in this uh, from Pittsburgh. First time hearing of this player <laughs> for one hundred fifty-two dollars. <coughs> no other bidders for that one. Um, is this is, is this the backup to um, Deontay Johnson? Deontay Johnson, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I feel like you. I don't think Deontay Johnson's out for the year, so I, I don't. I think you may have spent a little much on that one, Rob. Uh, and then interesting, you buffoon. <laughs> <laughs> Next, uh, we got. Josh Palmer was picked up by the Intoxicated All-Stars for 115. Uh, Mike Williams is out for the year, so there are a lot more bidders for this one. Uh, Brad attempted to pick him up for 97. Derek did, tried for 76. Jeff tried for 69. Nice. Uh, and yeah, so there's a lot of, a lot of bidders for Josh Palmer, which is like, I think that's a good pickup. I don't uh, it's gonna be tough to see how that shakes out. He was Palmer was the pickup last year, but they didn't have uh, Quentin Johnson, mm-hmm. and, and did anyone pick up Quentin Johnson? Is his so. question. I, think I, did. I feel like the long term player is Quentin Johnson, but you know for this week, Palmer's probably a good play. 
Yeah, I think that was a flip of a coin there. Yeah. Uh, next, um, well, Joey tried to pick up Josh Jones, but he was able to get Josh Palmer, so he didn't get him. Uh, Brad picked up Steelers for $27, dropping the Patriots. They're playing Houston. Houston's been low-key pretty good offense, and they're at home. Uh, but the Steelers, have uh, their defense is pretty good. Uh, see how that goes out. I, I picked up the Bengals for 13 dropping the Jets. Jets are playing the Chiefs. I um, can't really risk that. I think it's going to be a bad day for them. Uh, and then Amanda picked up Bryce Young. I, I don't know how many quarterbacks are on her team at this point. Probably five because she picks up Stafford a couple days later. And then Joey picks up uh, well, me and Lena like to call him Turd Ferguson for a dollar. <laughs> uh, dropping Zach Ertz. That's very good. Um, but then Joey realized it was Turd Ferguson. Dropping Turd Ferguson a couple days later for Pat Fryermuth. Uh, what are your thoughts, guys? If any. Well, here, I, I do I do want to chime in on Devon A. Chain in the here, here's the first question I have. Do you guys know how many fantasy players have dropped over 80 points in a week since 2019? Two. Two players have dropped over 80 in a, in a game, and Devon H.A. made the third. Uh, that, to me, was enough for me to take a shot at him. I understand that there's some competition in the backfield, but here's my other the other side of my the coin with my thinking on this is that yeah, the Mostert's had a nice start to the season. Cedric or um, Jeff Wilson is uh, you know a good player if he's healthy, but they're neither one of the those two guys are ever healthy. That that was the main thing for me. I'm like, am I am I afraid that A Chain couldn't eventually take this take this uh, this backfield over because of injury? Sure, that could happen. I, would anybody be shocked if Mostert went down for the year for several weeks? Nope. And you shouldn't be. Uh, so, so he's dropped eighty. He's in a he's in a backfield with injury prone other running backs, and um, you know it was to me it was, I felt like it was worth a shot. So, yeah, I think it's risky, but I'm willing to take the risk. That's fair. It's he's not, off. It's he's not fair. He's not, what are you talking? You let about? me just oh, go ahead. And finish. Your, he's also had injury concerns. <laughs> Who, A-Chain? Yeah, he was out the he's, first two he weeks. The season <laughs> no, he's a so, rookie. He don't have, he, yeah, but he doesn't have the history that these other two guys have. Well, he has he's a very been, short history beginning his filled history. with injury. <laughs> so, Fair enough. I well. think – I think. does anyone know how, how many other defenses have scored 50? No, I don't know. No, none. You know why? Because no one cares. Because A-Chain <laughs> was on the bench – Nobody cared then, and nobody's going to care. You're going to compare a single player to a whole defense? I just did. And That's ridiculous. You are probably going to go into the Hall of Fame for making two of the worst wire <laughs> pickups of all time, based on just price alone. What was it they spent on so, Odell so, Beckham? Jr.? So a player, a player drops 82 points, and Fab goes out for 50% Fab, and that's ridiculous? Like think, who else would you pick? I think it was a gross over. Who else on the waiver wire has ever dropped eighty? Well, according to you, zero. Well, according to everybody, zero because eighty doesn't happen unless you're elite. You know why that doesn't happen? Because <laughs> those players are good enough to be drafted and on rosters. This guy wasn't. He's third in line, and he, he had two hundred yards. Because Denver gave up. They just said. They gave up. They a gave, professional football a team professional gave up. Football yeah, they yeah. just quit. The Giants did. I, 
I'll point to the scoreboard. It was seventy to twenty. They scored. I understand. I understand. And I mean, don't do team give them out, and they set him down in the third quarter, so your guy could go. And they were already done. Okay. They probably. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell both of you guys this right now. Do not be wrong about this, because I will roast Man. you guys. I'm going to destroy you. Don't let a chain be good this year. Don't even let it happen, because I because I'm going to remember this. Segment. I mean, I bid on him. I bid. You him. had him on your roster and I dropped did. him. I dropped him because he got hurt. Okay. No, I, 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 I had to pick up other players. I'm not. You dropped Ty Chandler. I'm not <laughs> mad at you. I'm not mad at you for that. The only reason A Chain played is because most they didn't want Mostert to get hurt for the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah, because he's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. If not this week, last week, he's probably going to get hurt this it week. Could be true. Right. The fact that you paid over five hundred dollars for a guy that may be third in line to take that offense to take it over. For a guy who just had 82 points. Oh. <laughs> pick up Dallas' D's in. No. Do you want to trade him? Yeah. Trade what? A-Chain? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> for the right price? You want him for mustard? Mustard? No. I want Colonel Mustard. <laughs> All right. I would also, right. I'd also like to point out, um... Last year, you made the Odell Beckham Jr. for over a hundred dollars, and then dropped him immediately after. <laughs> and then, then, then Rob, your teammate, this year bought whoever Calvin the Third is for over a hundred dollars. It's gonna drop him. Is it a friend? I, I can't speak for Rob. <laughs> You're his teammate. I'm, You're supposed to help worst him. Worst lies ever. It's not going. I'm not gonna no. say worst lies ever, but it's not going well for the Brad Rob lines. This year, I, like I said, it's not how you start; it's, not, it's how you finish. It's, yeah, it's not over yet. Mm-hmm. But yes, y'all are not helping. I do not, do not be wrong about this, guys. <laughs> do, do, don't. <laughs> All, right. All right, that'll do it for the Fab segment. Uh, we'll get into uh, the weekly uh, week four matchups coming up next. All right, nerds, it's time to start looking ahead into week four, pivotal week four. As uh, before we begin, we're going to jump into and look at the podcasters' picks. And uh, pretty simply, eight and seven, Jeff, I'm sorry, Levi, John, and Joe are all eight and seven. I'm nine and five. So uh, all win, win, winning records better than last year. So uh, nice start on the pickums. Uh, and then finally, real quick, we're probably going to look try to get Rob to uh, update us on the, uh, the other pickums that's being sent out so that we can. Uh, update you guys on that as well. So, all right, jumping into the first matchup, we've got Black Sunday taking on the Intoxicated All Stars. Brad, I am six and one all time versus Joey. Get this, averaging a two thirty one to one ninety six whooping. And this week, Chase, Cooper, Dotson, Walker, Russell Wilson, and Fields all have plus matchups against defenses in the lower third of the league. Fields gets Denver, who gave up 70 to Miami last week. And if Fields doesn't perform in week four, then I'm going to be looking to bench him, to be honest. Alave and Pierce also have strong matchups, but Lamar plays against the number one defense against the pass. Derrick Henry goes against the stiff Bengals run defense. Uh, And on Thursday night, he only gets 16 points from Goff. Um, Historically, interestingly, this is a good week for, for Joe, week four. Uh, he averages 201 points on week four, and I only average 180. But I'm going to buck that trend. Give me Black Sunday. Better better ingredients, better roster. Black Sunday. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to go Brad this week. I, I told Brad last week that I'd, I'd consider picking him once he broke 200, and he, and he did. He got the 240 last week. Uh, and then also we got the uh, the the Fields versus Wilson Bowl on the side to see which team is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and that might be high scoring. It because, might be Brad's team. Because <laughs> uh, those defenses are real bad. I'm, I'm going to go Brad. Uh, it should be a good game, though. I, uh, Joey's kind of let me – I picked Joey, and he's let me down <laughs> past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be a close game, not a good game. <laughs> I think this could be on the lower end of scoring. You know, Brad left 50 points on his on his bench with uh, David Montgomery. Uh, I am going with Brad here uh, slightly uh, just because Joe has Matt Breed in his lineup. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. Good deal. You know, no offense oh. to Matt's out there. You yeah. know, I was thinking, I said it before, I said Black Sunday, but looking at it now, I'm changing it. I'm going for Joe. I'm going for Joey. Just because um, your team's bad. All right, that's horrible analysis, but we'll move on to the next matchup, which is going to involve the Scoops Troop taking on the Purple Bleeders. Lance is 5-2 versus Jason, averaging a 203 to 178 victory. And Jason only gets one point on Thursday night from Luke Musgrave. And then also uh, Love and Gibbs were just okay. However, Devontae Adams does get the worst defense in the league, the Chargers, and should see another good game. However, there are trade rumors out there for Adams, which may affect his on-field performance. But Lance gets 22 points from St. Brown on Thursday night. But the difference in this matchup is Lance has six players going against the bottom third defenses. Uh, And so I'm going to take Lance here. But Jason does average 224 uh, points on week four. Lance only 184. But I'm going to go against the grain there. Give me Lance and a laugher. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Lance. Yeah, Lance has been scoring tons of points. I'm gonna keep picking him until that changes. Although uh, matchup to watch is Vikings go up against Carolina, which Carolina is a good defense. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. If if Lance loses, it's because of Carolina. Mm. Yeah, I agree. It, it's Lance. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna pick against Lance until I see the Cousins and uh, Jefferson fall fall off the face of the earth. At least for the time being. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm going to take Lance here. And, you know, I'm still pretty new to fantasy. I still don't know all of the things. But just looking just looking at the players that I do know, uh, Team Purple Leaders are going to have a 300 bomb, and Scoop Troop is going to barely pass 200. All right. Um, one other note, just pay attention because I do know all the things. Okay? Just, cool, just cool, listen. Cool. All right. Next matchup, we got Slop Nasty taking on the Houdinis. And Derek is 5-2 all-time versus Jeff, averaging a two point, or 217 to 180 beatdown. Uh, so that's interesting. But for Derek, Herbert, and CMC have strong matchups against Arizona and Las Vegas, respectively. However, Lawrence Ridley, uh, Flowers, and Brian Robinson have tough matchups for Derek. But Jeff only has one plus math matchup with Gabe Davis or Miami. Uh, historically, week four has been an awful week for Jeff, only averaging 169 points in week four, while Derek averages 201. I think this one will be close, but I got to go with Derek based off the matchups. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Derek. Uh, there's tons of bad matchups in this matchup, uh, the double matchup. But uh, yeah, like I, I feel like this is kind of going to be low scoring. Um, yeah, Derek needs a bounce back after that beat down last week too. So I, I'm going to go with Derek. I uh, don't feel great about it though. Apparently, I'm always picking against Derek. So this week, I'm going to take Jeff, um, and uh, for one of two reasons, Kyle Pitts is on Derek's team. <laughs> fair, very fair. But <clears throat> this goes back, you know, the beat stick. Jeff, I think, has the best. Bijan, did I say it right? Bijan. Bijan. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They really doesn't. Pollard and Hill. And those guys, I think, are like number two, number three, number two, or something like that. So, give me Jeff. I think this will be a higher scoring game, but uh, Jeff will squeak it out. Uh, I will also take Jeff. It will probably, uh, again, take my knowledge with the grain of salt, but I'm going to say it's probably going to be a low-scoring affair. Give me Jeff. All right. Picks are in for that one. Next matchup, we're going to look at the Cleveland Steamers taking on Farewell to Hope. Rob is four and two versus John, averaging a two hundred two to one seventy seven win. And Rob has does have five players uh, playing against playing against top ten defenses, uh, but Jacoby Myers, uh, Najee Harris, and Devontae Smith all have strong matchups. For John, Diggs and Madison have strong matchups as well, but most are just taking on Buffalo, Lamb versus New England. Those are not exactly encouraging. Historically, week four has been good to Rob, averaging 222 points. John, not so much, only averaging 181. Here's a, here's where the here's the rub. John is due for a bad week. Give me Rob in a barn burner. Boo. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna go the other way and take John. I, he's got a lot. Like the the game of the week is that Miami Buffalo game, one o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. And John has the most players. I think over hits on that one. And like John gets Anthony Richardson back. Uh, I just I don't I just don't see a route for Rob winning without like a crater hitting a Buffalo. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. Wow. Here's a trend. Brad, Brad, Rob, Rob. Whooping, 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 whooping. Mark it down. Rob gets a whooping. I've taken me. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Farewell to Hope is going to win the entire thing. He has the best a combination of players, Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. They're going to explode, and he's going to bury Rob and his horrible alliance. Take, I'm taking Farewell to Hope. You buffoon. All right, so uh, moving on. We've got the next matchup. The final matchup will be is what Plants Crave taking on Victorious Secret. Amanda is four and three versus Levi. Levi's got some strong matchups with EJ, uh, AJ Brown, Kelsey, and Puka, uh, and Mixon. But Mixon and Tua do do have tough matchups. Uh, but for Amanda Burrow, James Cook, T Higgins, Dell, and Young all have strong matchups against lower third defenses. I do love Burrow and Higgins versus Tennessee uh, for Rob, and then I'm sorry for Amanda. But uh, week four has been good to both Levi and Amanda, both of them averaging over 220 points. But I like Amanda here. I don't see 0-4 in your future, Amanda, but you might have to sweat this one out. It's going to be a close one. I hate to say it. I don't think it's going to be a close one. (laughs) Yeah. I don't really care what you think. Uh, 
I think I have the actual best combo with Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey. Oh, okay. We'll see about that. Um, yeah, I, I, I do have uh, not as good matchups as I did last week. I I'm not predicting a 300 bomb here, but I, I, I just uh, my team's really strong right now, I, and Amanda's struggling. I, if she somehow pulls out a win, that will, you know, skyrocket her back into the, you know, back into the, you know, fighting for that playoff spot. But I, I, I don't see it this week for her. Maybe next week. Yeah, I think maybe your best combo is Mahomes and Tua Tagovailoa. And God dang, um, for Amanda, I I wouldn't I don't want to say this is a win must win week, but I think it would go a long way in you know soothing her, calming her. I guess for the rest of the season. I mean, going on for it, it's a, it's tough tough to finish, but I'm taking leave out here. But I think she may have a chance, but. I mean, it could be what Levi said. Maybe maybe she doesn't. I don't know. Levi's team's pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to take Levi here. It's nothing personal. I just uh, I don't think I can take uh, you until you have a win, and I don't see this being a win. All right, that'll do it for the um, week four matchups. Next, we'll get into the mailbag. All right, guys, we're going to jump into the mailbag real quick. Uh, leading off is Rupert. Uh, he asked us guys here, why does Jeff think Brad is so dreamy? <laughs> Do you is have that, any insight into Jeff's inner work? I don't have an answer to the question. I just wanted the source. Like, is it is that question coming from jealousy or? Yeah, I feel like it yeah, is. Yeah, it's weird. Like, no, respect. Rob no. should have asked an on, like asking for a friend. Yeah, and he the, did. The, a friend of mine told me in yeah. Canada. Yeah. Brad, do you have any thoughts of why Jeff may think you're so dreamy? Oh, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts. I mean, A is... Next question. Uh, <laughs> does Lance and Jeff's alliance... Is Lance and Jeff's alliance on the rocks? Is this also from Rob? Yeah, he sent in a bunch uh, of stuff. They, they seem pretty rock solid. I was going to say, yeah. What, what makes anyone think it's on the rocks? Yeah, I mean, like, it's a pretty quiet alliance, really. It's I'll, kind of a, I'll check that alliance's wins. Let's see. I'm surprised they got the alliance. Would you classify it more as like a romance than an alliance? Yeah. See, they have zero whoopings. That's them checking that stat. Okay. So, so that's, I mean, maybe if one of them were got whooping or two, may, it, it may cause some well, friction. I, yeah. <laughs> I, look, I'll say this. I'll give the guys credit for uh, trying to copy what me and Rob oh had perfected, essentially. And, I mean, look, that's what I say. I give them credit for, for trying. No, none of the other managers out there have uh, ha, have thought it would even be worth trying to ally with someone else to, to try to face me and Rob. I, I respect that they're, their fear of that. I understand that. Uh-huh. And uh, so I at least give them credit for trying. But, yeah, it's probably on the rocks. I mean, it's going to fall apart once they start me and, seeing me and Rob climb the standings uh-huh. uh, towards the top. And so um, – you know, honestly, I think uh, from Levi's NT guys NT from Levi's theory that the more whoopings you have, the more shaky your alliance is. You guys, you have two whoopings, and Rob has one, and he's about to get another one this week. So, if anybody's relationships on the rocks, it's you, Zeus. 
Well, they have stuff in common, though. <laughs> so maybe that is actually better. Oh, yeah, maybe. If they, get, if they get the same amount. Yeah. And that's just like a wash. Yeah, so yeah. I, I get that. I, but to get back with, with uh, Lance and Jeff, you you think they won the Alliance Award last year. You'd think there'd be a sophomore slump, and you, you, I'm not really seeing it. They're really the front runners to win the Alliance of the Year Award again. Yeah. yeah. 100% out of spite. Yeah. If for no, no, that would be the only reason. If there was ever a reason. That's a good one. Jealousy rears its ugly head. Rob comments, why is Brad and Rob's alliance the coolest thing going? Huh. It's not. It's not cool. <laughs> Next question. Uh, will Joey win another game because his team is lame from Rupert? Probably. Oh, uh, I mean, it's looking bad right now. Maybe. Yeah, but maybe. Hope, can we just say maybe? Maybe. I, th- I don't think that's good analysis, but, like, uh, I think, I mean, he's he's already won one game. Well, he plays Rob again. He does play Rob again. He's one and six against me, and he's got me this week. He's done. He's toast there. Listen to that guy. Oh, one and okay. seven. That's, that's, one and seven, Joe. You hear that? This is a new year. How's that sound? Yeah. New year, new me. Uh, then Derek... Chimes in. Uh, why does the majority of the league mute this text thread, alluding to the channel B? And he said, "Why don't the majority of the league not mute channel B?" I mean, it's pretty pretty simple, Rob. When I asked him for questions, he just rattled off some nonsense, like five things in a row. Like, <laughs> I feel bad. Like, I want to answer everything, but I might put a little a limit on Rob here. Yeah. No, Rob. Rob drops some awesome gifts. Okay. No, he does. He he brings it on the gifts. I mean, and those those are worth a million words. Every time he throws out a hacksaw Jim Duggan or a dancing Trump, a million. Words I just get words. excited, man. I get goosebumps. Yeah. Well, he can just send them to you. Yeah, that'd be nice. You yeah. get goosebumps every send time he talks. Hey, Rob, you have his permission. Just send them to him. Yeah. <laughs> now he's gonna send like a thousand. Of those. <laughs> but it was funny because in this. Uh, Rob answered Derek's question and said, I have no idea. Channel B isn't popular. And then Derek shot back, well, that wasn't a question for you, Robert. And then Robert immediately responded, tough, I answered it. And then he had a gif of a guy going, but then Derek said, no, you didn't. You just said you have no idea. (laughs) This all happened in the same minute. It's 5 p.m. All that occurred within a minute. And Derek won that. Yeah. So could it what? Is this how do you? Won? How do you mean he won it? Because he didn't answer his question. Uh, no, because Derek said that wasn't even a question for you. Rob said, "Tough." I answered and said, "No, you didn't. You just said you had no idea why." <laughs> so how did he answer? Anything? So I have a question of that. Like, okay. is that that whole series of events that you is that a knock on us as a league because that's our commissioner? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate to, yeah. You need to submit to authority. I need to submit. Yeah. That's what you need to do. Get out of my town, Lebowski. <laughs> this is what we get. All right, Levi, this question's for you. It's from Miss Miss Shelley. How embarrassed is Levi going to be when I beat him with my six quarterbacks? Uh, super embarrassed. Hey, I picked you, Amanda. Yeah, only one here. Although she can only start two of them, so like two of them will beat me if well, that happens. Well, you know, but it's weird because in that right after she sent that, in the same minute, Rob, that's right, Amanda. He said that like right after she asked the question, he goes, "That's right, Amanda." Maybe he'll yeah, he's some rules. Rob's or, eager, man. Maybe a little too eager. He's yeah. engaged in the league, man. Yeah, he is. I, he is a I, leader. I, he definitely is that. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then Derek <laughs> chimed in. I imagine he would he would uh, he would be really embarrassed if he lost to you. Yeah. That that's my answer. <laughs> right. I so, like I last year I wouldn't have been embarrassed, but now I'm losing yeah, the it, 0 3 team. It's it's yeah. it's something. It, especially with my team's pretty good this year, a lot better than last year. Different thing to yeah. for sure. But then yeah. she commented like, "Look, hey, I may have had a slow start, but I'm whooping the Basham brothers." She did call me the other day to threaten me with her six quarterbacks. <laughs> okay. And okay. I was like, "Okay." Well, I guess she'll have a lot to answer for next week if you right. lose. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I deserve what's coming to me if I lose. Then Rob, he, he wrote in, if Derek's team was in the Special Olympics, it would finish last. So, Amanda, don't worry about him. Are y'all adding a third? Are y'all adding a third to the alliance? Like, I think Rob is just doing it and she don't want yeah. it at all. Yeah. Like, she doesn't respond to anything that he says. No. No, that's kind of good. He really wants me to beat her, or Amanda to beat me. Well, I take it back. She did respond. Oh, I'm not worried. Like, kind of shoot him away a little bit. Like, settle down. Like, hush, <laughs> hush up. Uh, Joey, he asked a question. With all the running quarterbacks and all the quarterback sneaks and runs, are running backs being phased out or not as needed? No. We discussed this last week a little bit. The it's just a situation where I think the NFL is becoming more of a specialty league and in much the way that baseball has with pitchers. You know, it used to be a pitcher would, would would go in, start, and would pitch seven, eight, nine innings, you know, and maybe one relief pitcher. Now it's multiple relief pitchers, special situations and circumstances. Analytics has changed the game. It's changed all sports. And so I think the running back position is, is the same. And plus, running backs have a very short window, uh, you know, to be successful. And and they get injured. They have, they're frequently injured. So uh, teams know they need backup and they need depth at that position. And so, you know, a, a lot of these teams are going to like a thunder and lightning kind of situation, right? So you got your third three down back and then you got your pass catching back. Um, anyway, so I, I, that's my two cents. Yeah, like as, as you're learning this, Joey, like there aren't any more Derrick Henrys. And <laughs> not really. So, yeah, and that's happening on your team right now. Bijan Robinson may be more in that mold than maybe. Know, I don't know, but he does catch the ball too. I mean, he yeah, he's, you need the you need the pass catching. Yeah, I think the game just responds to money, and right now you got these rookies coming in, and they can wear them out within their four year rookie contract, and give them that little extension. And the league's a business first and foremost. And I think that's, in my opinion, that's exactly what they're doing. I think when the league goes up for negotiations, whenever that is the next year or two, they need to raise those rookie minimums to where they can allow these rookie running backs to, to gain more money because now you have a lot of these wide receiver twos, like Mike Williams, I think he's paid $19 million a year, and Austin Eckler's making six or seven. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. That mm-hmm. makes no sense. But the league – due to the metrics and how the money gets spent and the cap space and everything, I think they're just bending to that. Like you're seeing a guy like Jonathan Taylor, they benched him for four weeks. You know, a guy that could have been essential in the first four weeks. A good thing that, you know, Anthony Richardson turned out to be pretty decent. You know, they could have been looking at 0-4, but they were willing to take that risk and just trade him off. But the funny thing is with that trade, they tried to trade him away for a first-round pick. Well, you're not paying him. He's one to be paid like a first-round pick. You're saying he's not worth it. 
But then when you offer to trade them, you want that in return. So yeah. I think it's all political and, and money related as far as what's going on with the running back. And my conspiracy theory, I think the league's kind of just railroading them. But good question, Joe. Yeah. Uh, next question, uh, I guess this person didn't get the memo that I have a difficult time pronouncing people's names correctly. But this comes from Alucetius. Al- 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 Jalamelascalation the Matrix Man Senior the Third. I think I nailed it. You pronounced it wrong. I think I nailed it. Uh, if you had to compare each team to a dessert, be a good, bad, or too much of a good thing, what would they be and why? And also, why doesn't anyone confront Brad about his BO issue? We just did. Yeah, I don't think we wanted to hurt his feelings. Right. Well, yeah. we just did. We did that too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like Lance, what kind of dessert would you say Lance is? Well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna team or for Lance himself. Well, I was just gonna let Brad answer it, okay. and then if he fell into either or whichever camp he fell into, we could respond accordingly. If he well, I'm, I'm not. I'm actually gonna just go off on my own here. I'm a. I got one for Jason. Kind of reminds <laughs> me of an oatmeal cream pie. You know, kind of looks like a turd. It's like a turd sandwich. You know, that's what I would say. His team looks like. <laughs> you love oatmeal cream. Yeah, I, I do. Oatmeal cream pies are delicious. They are delicious. They are. <laughs> that's like his favorite thing. You know what? They are, but after you eat it, you feel terrible and you regret it. But then you eat another. Same thing with yeah, picking Jason. Jason. Just know that after you pick Jason, hate relationship yeah, with you. I think. I think we got. Uh, I don't even good, think that's peering into how Brad actually feels about Jason's team. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what kind of dessert would Jeff's team or person, the man, be? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had <laughs> desserts to save. Um, I hate to just spring up on you. This yeah, it's hard to... A little more research, but would you say it would be in the in the variety of fruity? You know, he kind of likes those. He does. Well, Jeff likes the fruity drinks. He does. Um, and yeah, like they, and if you drink them too fast, like Tyreek Hill drinks too fast, he gets a brain freeze. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, so I, I, you go. So you mean more like a fruit smoothie? Yeah. Okay. There we go. Uh, last team. Uh, let's see who's a. Let's see what's a good person. Rob's like banana pudding. Uh-huh. <laughs> Send the pudding, baby. Uh-huh. That's right, and that's my favorite dessert, by the way. Which is apropos, seeing that it's pudding, it's banana pudding. I think that's a good thing. Keep going. <laughs> I can't. That's all I've got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. What kind of dessert would I be? My team. Your team. A your derby team. pie. <laughs> it look gross. They're nasty. You just want to throw it out in the trash. It's yeah, the the high nutrient, low taste. <laughs> low taste. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're like you're like the. It's kind of good for you, but it yeah, tastes gross. You, you look at it, it's good, but you don't feel great about it. No, 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 no. no. Like, I would argue. Plan maybe. You're like a you're like a wedding cake because you always you're you're really sweet and you're not very healthy. But you always do good at like the weddings. Everybody eats all the wedding cake. There's none left. 
I'm going to take John's wedding cake and smash it in his face. Don't do that. Yeah. Wait till we play again. Josh Allen. Pie. I don't know. Dairy I mean, <laughs> pie is gross. Right. Uh, yeah. Derek. What do you think? A cookie. Because he, he's like mid-tier. He's like, because cookies, <laughs> cookies aren't the worst dessert. I love cookies, though. <laughs> cookies aren't the worst dessert, but they're definitely not the best dessert. <laughs> yeah. I beg to differ. No, I like the like cookie. We're getting into a, a dessert discussion here. No, just based on what we how we feel about the <laughs> It has nothing to do with Derek's football team at all. He is no cookie. So, no, cookies like an almond, pecan, pecan. How do you say it? Pecan. 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 You know what? You know what Derek is. This just hit me. This is perfect. Well, and it, well, it aligns with the Mister Average moniker, right? So, what's an average dessert? Like cookies. A, like a cookie cake. Like right? a Like everybody gets one of those at work. Like, you know, celebrate you've been there for a year. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. You know, just a cookie cake with like, you know, congrats, Derek. You won the championship. <laughs> yeah, it's like mid-tier. It's not like the worst dessert ever, but it's definitely right. not top tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how y'all rank your desserts. Let's leave that. Let's, you know what? Let's give everybody a dessert. Everybody's, mm-hmm. I guess everybody <laughs> everybody's everybody's one well, That's what they wanted. Let's give the yeah. people what they want. Give Alucetius Bajama Asking Matrix Man Senior the Third. He asked for it. Levi would be, I don't know. He's not a very desserty type person. No, I'm not. Like, personally, like, I. My favorite is pumpkin pie, but I feel like my team is. You're a pumpkin no pumpkin pie, pie my friend. <laughs> no, I Maybe, feel like uh, banana split. Hey, you're not. You I know, like banana soda. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what? Oh, man. I was gonna say that Levi, you're not pumpkin pie because <laughs> pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie steps up around Thanksgiving, and your team doesn't. So we don't know that yet. No, and I'm just saying we're history. getting it. We're getting a, We're seeing pumpkin pie. No, right your now. team's usually out of it by Thanksgiving. Pumpkin pie is like center stage no. in during Thanksgiving. So <laughs> I'll be fair. I'll, I'll be waving <laughs> at be you fair, from, that's you from the championship. Team. <laughs> I like pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin you pie. Know pumpkin pie. Uh, but I don't eat it. But th- around Thanksgiving, that's it. <laughs> okay. It's like the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Always on Thanksgiving. Okay, okay cool. Uh, who else we need? Uh, Brad. Brad, yeah. We'll <laughs> Did we already see Ma- uh, Amanda? Yeah, Amanda. Who we got? What we got? Mm. What we got? What we got? Mm. Um, I feel like... What's oh. something that you think you like, but it kind of disappoints you? <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking that. Like something just like a new, something I, new on the menu. I was thinking like something. Like a red velvet. Like it's, something. I, I love red velvet. I do too, but I feel I, like I'm usually like, eh. Her team is like, I feel like it's a dessert that like you think you're going to love and you think it's going to be the best dessert ever, but then it just disappoints, man. Especially like the first few times, like you might get used yeah, to it. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> you might yeah. get used to it. You know it. what? Birthday cake. Yes, exactly. It, it's, exactly. It's, it's overrated. Yes. You, mostly just kids like it. Well, last year she was on her high horse. Oh, know, yeah. And it yeah. turned out. Last year it looked like she was going to win everything. And she fell flat on her face. Like birthday cake at a kid's birthday party. Right. Just being thrown in the it face falls of the flat. clown. It doesn't, it's not. It's breads. Sour. So anything sour. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes your tongue hurt and your ears bleed. Right. What's the next question? <laughs> I think with that movie that helped when they made that poop pie. That's Brad's. 
think we yeah. left someone out. If Maybe did, a mud pie. Poop pie, mud pie. Uh, Luke, do you have a couple questions? I do. Uh, the, <clears throat> a few of them were like week one questions, you know, but screw it. It's still early in the season. Who do you guys think the most over and underrated player is in the league? Mm. Over or or underrated? Over. What's your what's what's the most overrated player in the league in you guys' opinion? That's a good. One. That's a very good question. Well, thank overrated. You. Overrated. Hmm. Overvalued is Devon Chain. <laughs> Honestly, five hundred bucks there. I can't. I can't Big blame one for that. Wow, the, the, I'm not. Nothing comes directly to mind. Like a player that was like. I know there's got to be pretty good last year. Like and maybe I'd had say some Justin Fields is probably up there. If not, yeah. Like actually, you know what? That's a good. That's a good one. He's had a lot of points though. He's Justin been, Fields. Yeah, he's been like 13, 20, Has like. He? Decent, but not like great. No, he's on, he hasn't cracked twenty points yet. Yeah, he's, no, he hasn't cracked no, twenty points either. No, I don't think so. He was a first round pick. 41, no. 42, 49. Justin Fields. Just, oh, Justin Fields. Oh, yeah. sorry, Justin Jefferson. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. JJ is oh, definitely. Oh, oh, you're a Bears fan. Yeah. Like, man. What no, no, no. Yeah, Justin Fields has been probably, probably the, the most overrated. Yeah, that's fair. I agree. Yeah, I agree yeah. to that. Brad White had a first round pick. Chase. No, shh, get out of here. He, he bounced back last week. Not for long. He had 42 long. points last week. Last week. week. I, yeah. Not for long. What that, have you done for me lately? That is really abnormal. A broken clock's right twice a day. You know, I mean, it, he's it, bound to have a good. Here's one that's, I think so far. Damian Pierce. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, You're going to hurt Joey's feelings. I know. I do think uh, that. I feel put, like, a, put a disclaimer at the beginning of this, Joey. They're most. Like, I, I feel like he's been big disappointment this year. And what's hurting him is that uh, – what's the quarterback's name? See, uh, See Stroud. Stroud. Yeah, he's yeah, been, been really good. He's been, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He has been actually He's been decent. pretty good like for a rookie, and he's been throwing it. And, yeah. like, if they're going through Stroud, it, Pierce is kind of not going to be – he's not going to hit the numbers that he had last year. Like, who was the – so who would be the most underrated? Yeah, who would be the most underrated player? Um, is Mostert? <laughs> Mostert is like until he gets hurt, no. he's underrated. <laughs> he's the number two running back. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Um, it meets the criteria for underrated. Kyle Pitts. I don't like it. He is. Kyle Pitts is still overrated. Yeah. Honestly, he I, shouldn't be rated at all. He yeah. should be on a, like he should be on a team with a good quarterback, and he'd do great. Probably. Um, I don't even want to talk about him. I, um, <laughs> I think uh, Mark Cooper could be underrated. I agree. Um, I think Brees Hall's underrated. Yep. Any Buffalo players I underrated? Don't know about the Jets. I, I think they're going to get you it right. they're just going to start running the ball? Maybe? I think they're going to bench Zach Wilson, and then their offense is going to be fine. Maybe. That could be. Like, they, they can't throw the ball. Like, it's just, they're going to – they can't play Zach Wilson all year. And once they stop, then their offense is going to be better. Well, Joe Namath just completely destroyed yeah. Zach Wilson. <laughs> that didn't go over well. That that couldn't have felt good for Zach Wilson. Yeah. I don't care how thick a skin you got. I think most of the Jets are underrated right now. Like, it could be. It could be. Garrett Wilson probably being that. I yeah. feel like Lazard has again, but the, the Wilson's bad. 
I mean, Mike Evans. Mike Mike Evans was great. Yeah, like he, but he was drafted pretty late. Yeah, you know. Like, yeah, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be a top ten. He's uh, he's I think he, I saw something where he's had a thousand yards every year, and he's yeah. he's making sure that happens. You hear that, Joe? Did you hear that, Joe? <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess kind of tacked this on to Jeff and uh, Brad's bet. Who, Levi, who do you think will have a better year? Kyron Williams or uh, Devon A. Chain? <laughs> um, uh, it's going to depend on... Like healthy. Everyone's healthy. Hopefully. Yeah, I, I, I think... No trades. I think trades might happen, but if okay. the, the trades don't happen, I think it's Kyron Williams. Like, I, the, know what you're I think he just gets more opportunity. Like, more carries. Yeah. More catches. It's so like a better, a better football player. Uh, I wouldn't say better. He just has more touches. He's going to have more touches by the end of the year. I'd say it's fair. I think he's at least on the surface. He's in a, be- in a better situation. I, yeah, I but, think a, I think a chain's a better, more explosive right. player. Um, I, I do have some more questions. Other. One more. Uh, oh, other than the obvious quarterbacks, which ones do you think will have the most potential for breakout games this season? Like, like, not like uh, Patty Holmes or Josh Allen or stuff like that. Like things, think out of box. I think it's probably Justin Fields. Like, yeah. I mean, look at his schedule. Yeah, he's gonna have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be this week. Yeah. Um, it's schedule dependent. I mean, it's probably Kirko. <laughs> so in my my yeah. opinion, I think Kirko yeah. is he. I, he's what he is and what he's going to be there. And he's I think he's the number one or two quarterback right now. And, nice and he was drafted as like the number twelve. Another underrated player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I think Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson. They're going to have to throw the ball. They're going to be behind, and they got Sean Payton there. They Russell Wilson's been. Better this year, much better than he was last year, uh, and I think he's I think he's a top ten quarterback right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He, I mean, he a lot of just because their team's so bad, their defense is so bad. He's yeah, gonna have to I mean, the ball the right. whole game. Yeah, he's quarterback running seven back. on the season. He's averaging thirty one points. Running backs have been terrible. He's the only bright spot. I haven't watched any of their games. I watched the seventy to twenty game. Like, <laughs> yeah, just man. I mean, God, yeah, was, yeah. like there's no. It, that wasn't Russell something. Wilson's fault. No, no, no it wasn't. Um, yeah. All right, uh, I think that'll wrap up the mailbag. Uh, that was a good question from uh, Luke, Lucius, Lucius, mm-hmm. whatever his name was. Yeah, uh, but yeah, keep gotcha. coming in. Uh, tune in next week. All right, everybody, we're going to jump into something new. I'm going to call it the legacy moment. Basically, uh, each week we'll, I'll have a two or three minute little uh, blurb, uh, kind of digging into some of the statistics and historical performances. Uh, this week, I'm going to look at average points by position. Now, I went through each and every season, each and every week, and uh, downloaded each one of the quarterback performances for every team and then averaged out those numbers. And so here it is. I'm going to go through each position. And each position's number one 
player as far as average points who who averaged the most points by that position so the quarterback position amanda has that honor she averages 33.9 points per week at her quarterback position which is very strong because she had josh Allen. she has had patrick mahomes in previous years i think it was maybe max or one of those other uh, randos anyway so amanda 33 uh brad coming in with the wide receiver averaging 22.9 uh, and then myself as well with running backs at 23.2. Uh, and then Joe's number one at tight end position at 23.8. He's had Kelsey at least two years I know of. Uh, and then finally defense, Joe surprisingly averages 21 points a week with his defense. Ooh. Put that in perspective, the second place most points at that position defense is 14. So he outscores second place by eight points at his defensive position or seven average. points. And so he's really done well uh, picking defenses and uh, streaming them. So anyway, I just think that's interesting. We'll kind of go through some uh, some different statistics. Uh, I've got this all lined out, lined out um, uh, one through ten, but I, I didn't want to go through all of the positions. Uh, of course, this week and one week it's too much. So just want to look at the number one by position. Uh, so anyway, yeah, hopefully that's of uh, some interest. And uh, if not, oh well. We're going to get out of here now. Enjoy your uh, enjoy your week, and good luck this Sunday. All right, Chaos Fantasy Dorks. Week three is in the books, and the season is now off and running. John sits alone at the top at 3-0, and and Amanda sits in the cellar at 0-3. But the good news is there's plenty of time to go on an epic run to the playoffs. If you've been a cream puff to this point, then there's time to step up to the banana pudding level. Like Rob asserts, it's in the pudding, baby. But in the meantime, set your lineup, put a helmet on, and always remember that nobody cares about your crappy fantasy football team.